morning, everybody, and uh, thanks for joining us here on another edition of the Wealth Guardians radio program. Uh, we got JB and Bryce, of course, here in the studio with us. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, it is a good morning. And uh, finally, we got some uh, fall weather to look forward to. That's good. I tell you, this is like <laughs> summertime would never end. I know. I'm ready for the humidity to go away. <laughs> Amen to that. For those of you who don't know, my name is Doug Ray, and I am the founder of the Wealth Guardians. And the Wealth Guardians is a professional independent firm working with pre-retirees and retirees in all areas of retirement, estate planning, including the areas of wealth management, preservation of assets, protection, tax reduction, wealth transfer, distribution, as well as income planning. We are fiduciaries with a fiduciary duty, and we have offices in Charlotte and right here in the triad in Clemens, North Carolina. And we can be reached at 336-391-3409 or via our website at www.thewealthguardians.com. So again, welcome to the show. Bryce, JB, and I look forward to spending the next 30 minutes or so with you guys today and hopefully imparting some really solid financial advice to you. So i got to ask, you guys were at an industry meeting in Nashville last week. Uh, did you learn anything? Oh, you know, JB, actually, we, we learned a lot. You know, Bri- things. Yep. Yeah, Bryce and I try to uh, stay on top of things and go into meetings like this is uh, something we do on a fairly regular basis. Uh, Nashville was a neat place. I haven't been to Nashville before. Nor had it's, I. Uh, it's yep. really neat. And the place we were at where we had the conference. Holy cow. It was huge. It was the um, Gaylord Opryland Gaylord oh, yeah. Opryland Convention Center, and I'm telling you, from my room to where we had the um, uh, convention was at least field. a mile. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was a mile. You could have fit a few football fields. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that was huge, big place, huh? Yeah. So we did. We learned a lot. We had some good uh, good folks uh, talking to us there. There was advisors, uh, 400 plus from all over the country. Um, one of the folks that uh, talked was uh, the founder of Horizon Investments down in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. They're a, um, a money management firm as, long, as well as a uh, think tank, mm-hmm. and um, they oversee about $6 billion in institutional money. And I'll, I'll get into talking about that, too, because, you know, we haven't talked about the market on this show in quite some time. So I want to bring that into play as well, because we've got some interesting things going on in the background. We do. You know, uh, back in February, we started uh, having concerns about trade wars. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had, between February and the end of March, about an 11% correction. Well, what's come up here recently is we're seeing a rise in interest rates, a pretty strong rise in interest rates. Right. That's caused the market to have some indigestion, the stock market I'm talking about. Right. So, uh, you know, it's normal for interest rates to go up when uh, we have a strong economy. Nothing at all wrong with that. Uh, but it is having an effect on, on the stock market, also coupled with still more tensions around, around the trade war. Now, <clears throat> one of the things that um, Horizon said that kind of, I don't know, just resonated with me is – he started out his presentation by saying that uh, people he's talking to are concerned about when the next shoe's going to drop. Right. They're concerned about another 2008 is what he's saying. Right. And we're seeing that, too, Bryce, when people come in and talk to us. Everybody's concerned about, you know, this market's just too good to be true. Is it going to go down? When's it going to go down? Mm-hmm. 
it will eventually. But what Horizon was saying is based on all their economic studies and so forth, they don't see it anytime soon. I mean, the economy is doing well. While interest rates have gone up, it's still manageable. Right. You know, the 10-year Treasury hit 3.25 last week. That's up uh, from 2.7 a couple weeks ago. That's a big move. Mm -hmm. But just think back to 2004 and 5, it was about 5 and 6%. Right. That's a long way to go before that kind of interest rate comes back into play. But, you know, one of the things that we have preached or I've tried to preach uh, in the 11 plus years I've been on radio here is for folks, you've got to have an exit strategy in your planning. Buy and hold just doesn't work anymore. You know, Bryce and I work primarily with retirees or people who are very near retirement. And the worst thing that can happen to them is to experience a a 2008 again right at the beginning of retirement Mm -hmm. because that will dramatically affect their lifestyle. That's going to paint a whole new retirement picture for you. It will. Not in a good way. Yeah. And, you know, so I got really passionate about that, and I tried to teach people, um, you know, some technical analysis, how to look at the market from a different perspective and not necessarily time the market but react to it. And we taught courses for several years all over the triad, Greensboro, High Point, Winston, Clemens. And what I found out teaching those courses, and we had a lot of people come to them, um, is while people were interested, they got excited about it, they really couldn't implement Mm. the the strategy. Mm Mm-hmm. And especially on a consistent basis. Well, you know, one of the things that that, uh, Horizon Financial has brought to us because we have a strategic relationship with them is an exit strategy and an entry strategy. So what I'm talking about here is when you have your portfolio, typically it's allocated uh, some portion of it to stocks and some portion of it to bonds and and a little bit into cash equivalents. Well, that part that's going into stocks, you need to have the exit strategy for and the entry strategy for. And with bonds in a rising interest rate environment, I would tell you that probably right now is not a good time to have a bond allocation. And we've got, we'll talk about a a, a plan for that as well. But Horizon, Horizon has a very neat program that we utilize with uh, our uh, registered investment advisory firm, Alpha Star Capital Management. It's called Beta Shield. I'm going to let Bryce hop in here right now, bring him in and let him talk about Beta Shield for a few minutes, because for you folks out there who are basically swimming naked in, in this market without an exit strategy, you might want to listen up and, and, and maybe even call us and talk to us about uh, about this thing called Beta Shield. So, Bryce, go ahead and let's talk about Beta Shield. Sure, yeah, let's do that. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Beta in the world of investments is the measure of volatility that an investment will have, the risk that it'll have. You have a high Beta number, you have a high degree of volatility. So, the name itself, Beta Shield, refers to the program's designed goal of limiting the amount of volatility that you're exposed to while keeping pace with the S&P. And in fact, since 2000, BetaShield has actually outperformed the S&P through those bear markets that we still see in our rearview mirror. 
the holdings uh, for Beta Shield Equity Program are a variety of index stock ETFs. You've got uh, American company uh, indices, global company indices, large cap indices, mid cap, growth focused, value focused, emerging markets, the whole the whole equity mix you've got going on inside Beta Shield Equity. And because the holdings are ETFs, this helps keep the trading costs at a minimum. There's, as you said, um, there's no bonds in Beta Shield Equity, and like you said, in an environment of rising interest rates, that's going to be a good thing. Uh, the strategy for Beta Shield is uh, that of moving in segments out of equities and into the U.S. short terms when the market starts dipping below certain trigger marks. And these triggers are reassessed on a daily basis. So if the market continues to go down, then your holdings can be moved into 25, 50, 75%, or even 100% treasuries. And that's what keeps you from experiencing the full weight of the market's uh, downward cycle whenever it will happen. And then the exact reverse, the entry strategy, as you were referring to, Doug, uh, it's the exact reverse strategy is used when the market starts its upward cycle. So you get back into security holdings without having to wait all those years to catch back up to your previous high. Um, in fact, in 2008, when that crash happened, uh, the, uh, the Great Recession, the Beta Shield equity only went down 22%. And you compare that to the 50% or so the market in itself went down, that's a huge, huge benefit. And then who is that a benefit for? Well, this is a really sensible program for, um, and, and it has an effective strategy for those who want to be invested in the market but just don't want to be exposed to that full weight of another bear market, so whenever whenever it comes around. So maybe you're preparing for retirement, you plan on starting to draw from your assets before long, and you know that if another 2008 came around right now that you would be completely change your retirement picture. Well, that's who benefits from uh, something like the uh, the Beta Shield equity, Doug. It, uh, it, it limits your volatility while still allowing you to participate in the market heavily. Yeah, you know, Bryson, and, and as recently as that downturn, that little downturn we had in February and March where the market was down about 11%, uh, Beta Shield accounts were 50 percent uh, in, in short term U.S. Treasury, so it, we, we've got a we've got a, a pattern here that we know right. works. And, and I will say, folks, uh, you know, you, you ought to uh, take a look at this. Give us a call at three three six three nine one three four zero nine. You know, I, I feel like Horizon. I I, I don't sense that we're going to have a market downturn of any large magnitude anytime we soon. We, we don't know. You have to prepare for it. And, and and that doesn't that says that, you know, the economy's doing well, but there could be anything that could cause something to happen. That's we call true. them black swan events. Right. And um, so have a a plan. Have an exit strategy. And and uh, if you want to talk to us about an exit strategy, I'd love to have a, that conversation with you. And let me throw this number out real quick too, Doug. If if your assets go down fifty percent in a crash how much? How much? How high do your assets have to go back to get back to even? What kind of return do you have to have? Hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of people think it's fifty percent, but they're not. No, that's not going to get you back there. You have to have a hundred percent return. But what if your losses were only ten percent? What yeah. kind of return? What is it? About twelve? Eleven, twelve percent. That's it. That's it. That's doable. That's you can you can. That's not going to keep you up in retirement. Yep, absolutely. All right, so um, we're about to end of this segment up, folks. We're, we'll be right back after this. Uh, this message, and we'll talk more about Beta Shield. We're also going to talk about the uh, the fixed income uh, replacement uh, in your portfolio as well. Remember, folks, you are listening to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, heard locally here on ninety four five WPTI. We certainly appreciate you being with us. Remember, you can reach Doug at three three six three nine one three four zero nine. 
or at the website www.thewealthguardians.com. Stay tuned as we have several more retirement planning topics to discuss. Doug and Bryce will also provide you with some valuable information as to how to possibly limit or eliminate taxes in retirement. So make sure you stick around. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians radio show, heard right here on 94.5 WPTI. Today we are talking to Doug and Bryce about what they learned at a conference they attended last week. Yeah, we got uh, got to see a lot of, uh, of folks at that conference and learned quite a bit. Um, you had mentioned before the break about uh, some tax strategies. I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to get into that. Uh, but before I do, I want to talk about uh, these rising interest rates and, and specifically about your your fixed income portion of your portfolio, because I'll tell you, we've seen a lot of folks uh, in the last few weeks come in who are conservative investors, and they put an awful lot of their 401ks into the fixed income positions, their bonds, and they are leaking oil right now because interest rates are going up. And they were thinking, well, you know, I'm supposed to be safe and conservative. How come I'm losing money? Well, simple. When interest rates go up, bond prices go down. So several years ago, 1998 to be exact, I discovered indexed annuities. And I started using indexed annuities back then um, as a conservative hedge against uh, the stock market for retirees. Then when interest rates really started to drop, I started to think, well, you know, these things are working pretty good in terms of preserving capital and also getting a fair and reasonable rate of return, why not replace bonds with an indexed annuity? Because in a a portfolio, the bond side, the fixed income side of the portfolio is supposed to be that part that helps to control or dampen losses when the stock market goes down. But when we have a situation where interest rates are low, like they have been for years, you don't have that much of a cushion. You know, if a 10-year Treasury or a AAA corporate is only, you know, trading with a 2 2 and 3 quarter percent interest rate, there's just not that much cushion to the downside. But, but with an indexed annuity, you're not going to lose a penny if the markets go down. When the markets are rising, you're going to get a decent rate of return out of them. So I started using them about 20 years ago. And then lo and behold, Roger Ibbotson comes out with a uh, white paper, and he's a well-respected researcher uh, that all of uh, us in the financial business uh, follow. Uh, and he said, use indexed annuities in a rising interest rate environment because they they will not go down as bond prices go down. So, you know, we have a, a formula that we used when we put together plans for our retired clients where the equity piece of the plan is is covered with beta shield, as Bryce uh, described a, a few minutes ago, and then the fixed income position we're using indexed annuities, and uh, and those are going to give us a uh, a safe position with a very reasonable uh, expectation of of return. Uh, and you know, I have to say, so far it's been been working pretty pretty doggone well. So. <clears throat> One of the other speakers that we heard was a fellow by the name of Jeff Levin. Jeff is a CPA, and he uh, was working with Ed Slot for several years. In fact, he was Ed's uh, right-hand guy, and he's just kind of gone out on his own now. 
Uh, he is an industry expert with all things IRA, 401k. And, um, you know, he's a big, big believer in creating tax-free income, as I think Bryce and I are a big believer in that, too, because we all believe at some point in the future taxes are going to be a whole lot higher than, than they are today. Um, but, you know, he talked about some se- several things that I think are we ought to highlight, uh, RMDs, uh, the 401k exception. You know, when you turn 70 and a half, uh, the government's going to make you take something out of your retirement plan, your IRAs and your 401ks, and that's uh, you know, called a required minimum distribution. You know, people hate it. They have to take money out if they don't need it. And uh, one way around that is if you're still working, uh, you don't have to take an RMD out of your 401k. Now, if you have an IRA, you have to do that as well. And then there's another thing you can do if you're charitably inclined is you can actually take your RMD, again, if you don't need it for income, uh, you can give it to a qualified charity, but it has to be done a very special way. And and that's simply this. The the IRA custodian, your 401k uh, custodian, has to send that RMD directly to the charity. In other words, it can't touch your hands. If it touches your hands, it's going to hit your 1040. If it goes directly to uh, the charity, then it completely bypasses your 1040. And, and that's a nice way to, you know, to to make your RMD work for your charitable interest. So uh, a lot of good things there. And, and Jeff, um, I've talked to Jeff many times in the past because <clears throat> when, when I um, – had a question and he was with Ed Slot. I would I would call him up and and uh, uh, he'd give me the answer to to my question, but he did stump us, didn't he? With uh, with yeah. uh, attribution rules, right? Yeah. Um. So what an attribution rule is? Let's say you've got um, say you've got a four hundred one k and three IRAs, and you have to do a required minimum distribution. So. Does that mean you have to take your RMD out of every single account? No, you don't. What you have to do is you have to add all your account balances up, the December 31st valuation, and base your RMD off of the total valuation, but you can take it out of just like accounts. So, for example, you had the 401K and three IRAs. Well, you have to take your 401k RMD from the 401k, but the three IRAs, you can take your RMD from just one or all three or two, however you want to do it. Now, you might say, well, why would I even do that? Well, there may be some reasons for that. Let's say in one IRA, for example, let's say that IRA for whatever reason is down in value and you don't want to, to, to touch it. So you don't have to take an RMD out of it. You can just use your other IRAs uh, to offset it. So some interesting things that we we learned about. Uh, <clears throat> one of the other things that, that Jeff uh, and we've talked about a lot on this program is is Roth conversions. A uh, big believer in Roth conversions. And, and in fact, uh, in some of our planning here in the last uh, several weeks, we've we put in, in into practice Roth conversions. And, and again, you know... <clears throat> We're sitting in a perfect time right now right. because of the new tax uh, brackets. They're, they're lower um, and they're wider. 
And, and that's what makes a Roth conversion so so nice because we can take advantage of lower taxes and wider brackets and uh, convert uh, your IRA and 401k dollars to Roth uh, never tax dollars using the excess capacity you have in in your in your brackets, and thankfully we've got the software that makes that that conversion process pretty easy. Yeah, the numbers uh, when we put a financial plan together for our clients, and we show it with the Roth conversions and without the the end of life uh, asset numbers are staggering. Well, what a difference those conversions can make when you do them at the right time in the right way. Yeah, and and think about this, you know. Um, if, if you do a Roth conversion now, then that money is going to grow tax-free. It's going to compound for you tax-free the rest of your life. Odds are you're going to have money left over at the end of life. And then guess what? You can actually give that Roth IRA to your children or your grandchildren. It's called a stretch feature. It's an inherited Roth IRA. Then they can use it for their own retirement. Think of all those years of tax-free compounded interest. How beautiful is that? I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. So, yeah, we're big believers in in, uh, in RMDs. Um, then he also talked about this thing called a QLAT. <clears throat> now, a QLAT is another way uh, to avoid uh, – Taking having to take a, a, an RMD, and this was news to me. I, I was not familiar with this strategy. Here. I, actually, <clears throat> what, what's neat about it is, is several years ago, uh, I got to go to D.C., Washington D.C., and meet with uh, some Congress men and women and some senators uh, as in a lobbying effort for for QLATs. What is a QLAT? It's basically a qualified long term annuity. It's designed to sit in your IRA and your four hundred one k. And somewhere around the ages of late 70s, early 80s, it just turns on income, income, income. So it's a hedge against longevity. But in order to make it work properly, it had to be exempt from the RMD equation. So a QLAT, you can own a QLAT in your IRA or your 401k, and it will not be uh, part of your RMD calculation. Now, there's a couple rules. It has to be uh, the QLAT can be no more than 25% of your IRA or $130,000, whichever is less. So if you folks are interested in learning a little bit more about QLATs, then, again, give us a call. We'd be glad to have that uh, that chat with you. The number is uh, 336-391-3409. Bryce, we heard from uh, Harley Gordon on long-term care. Why don't you talk about that a little we bit? We did, yeah. This is the uh, second time I heard him speak, and he's always so good. I mean, he has such an impactful way of stating things, and he's nationally renowned for his expertise on long-term care insurance. And, JB, you, had, you haven't heard him, but what Harley does is he doesn't focus so much on what long-term care insurance will get you, the financial benefits, for example, so many dollars a day for so many months for in-home care or skilled nursing facility. Maybe those monies are able to be spread between a husband and wife, et cetera. Right. That's not what he talks about, even though that's important. Instead, he brings to light what the impacts of not having long-term care insurance will have. But here's the spread. He doesn't talk about the impacts on you, say JB, right. what the impacts are on you if you don't have long-term care insurance. He talks about the impacts on your spouse, your children, your grandchildren. When that day comes when you no longer bathe yourself, maybe you can't feed yourself, use the bathroom by yourself, dress yourself, maybe say, can't even safely get around on your own around the house. 
I mean, it's a safe assumption that any of us are going to need assistance and be professionally taken care of in our final months, if, if not even years. It's just not realistic to think that you'll be healthy and happy one day, then you get sick, and you're gone a few days later. That might be a comforting way to think about how our last days will go, but it's just not reality. Our minds and bodies almost always fade out over many months, if not years. So what he does is he throws out this, these five words. What choice will they have? I'll let that hang there for a second. What choice will they have? What he's referring to is if you don't have a way to pay for long-term care and you never had long-term care insurance, who's going to take care of you? Your spouse is. And your spouse might be as, in as bad shape as you are. I mean, unless you've married 20 years younger, that's probably going to be the case. And if it's not your spouse who's taking care of you, it's your children who are taking care of you. Well, what choice will they have? So you're disrupting their lives. Is, does somebody have to quit a job? Does somebody have to move down to part-time? Does your wife or your, your daughter no longer spending all the time with the kids because she's taking care of you? That's what Harley Gordon really hits home is, is the impacts that not having long-term care insurance has on your family. All right, folks, that's going to be a wrap for today. We will see you next week right here on the Wealth Guardians radio program. The information provided is for educational purposes only and not intended as investment advice for any individual or entity. All information contained herein is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation as to its completeness or accuracy. The views presented today are those of Wealth Guardians and do not necessarily represent the views of the Alpha Star Capital Management. The opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not constitute financial, legal, or tax advice. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income refer only to fixed insurance products offered by Wealth Guardians. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Please consult your financial professional before executing any financial strategy. Investment advisory services offered through Alpha Star Capital Management, a registered investment advisor. Alpha Star and Wealth Guardians are independent entities.